Welcome to the More Than Corporate podcast, where we discuss finding fulfillment, defining success, and living your best life. There's no roadmap to success, no one-size-fits-all answer to fulfillment. I believe it requires us all to be vulnerable and authentic about what we want to accomplish and have the courage to step out of our comfort zone to chase our dreams. Keep listening to hear stories from inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Solo Friday episode of the More Than Corporate podcast, where it's just you, me, and the mic. Today, I want to talk about this concept that arose when I was talking to a guest of mine, Jess Critchlow, and I asked her, because she works in the leadership space and she goes around and works with company leaders to help them understand the role that emotions have in a workplace and how to work around those to your advantage, I asked her what the number one misconception she has come across while she's been doing that type of work. Jess answered immediately and she said that one of the biggest misconceptions she comes across is that being nice and being kind are the same thing. And we dug into this for a minute and it really kind of sent me down this rabbit hole of my own journey and thinking about how this applies to my life. And I felt like I wanted to explore this a little bit more with you guys. So before we jump into this topic of the relationship between being nice and being kind, I wanted to take just an opportunity to talk to all of you out there who are feeling overwhelmed right now, feeling like Things are a little out of control for you. You're not quite sure how to get a handle on those. Maybe this downtime has given you an opportunity to think about what's important to you and you're wondering whether your life is headed in the right direction. All of these things are things that I personally experienced in 2016 when I started to realize that I was climbing the wrong mountains of life. And what I mean by that is that I had racked up accomplishment after accomplishment after accomplishment and I was chasing something that I thought was going to magically make all of my problems disappear. And when it didn't, I really started to struggle. And it was when I started to take time for myself and really have that self-care element to my day that I started to realize that I had been putting my time and effort and energy into some of the wrong things. Now, there's so many times that we're unhappy and we think, oh my gosh, it must be my relationship or it must be my job that's not always the case. Sometimes we're just ignoring a part of us that wants to come out. And if you feel like something's missing or you're not completely in alignment with what's going on in your life and you want to have an opportunity to talk to somebody about that, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to have a free discovery call with you to figure out whether we're a good fit to work together. The programs that I have available discuss all of these topics in addition to accountability, motivation, mindset work, working through some business strategies with you, figuring out what mountain you want to be climbing, how to tap into that inner self that's trying to tell you what you want to do. One of the most powerful moments for me was when I was sitting in my therapist's office telling her how unsuccessful I felt. And she looked at me and said, well, what does success mean to you? And I realized that that was the first time that anybody had ever asked me that question. I want to be able to be a part of helping you define what success looks like to you, what fulfillment looks like to you. I want to be a part of helping you define your best life and then helping you gain the courage to go out there and live it and accomplish things that you could never have 
imagined. If that sounds like something that you're interested in, please reach out to me. We'll schedule a free discovery call. You can reach out to me on Facebook at Amber Ray Furman, or you can email me at amber at amberfurman.com. I'll put that email address in the show notes as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this idea of nice versus kind. Because when Jess said this to me the first time, I sat there and thought, aren't they the same thing? And then she gave me this example and I realized they're not even close to the same thing. And in a leadership role, Jess was talking about how we approach other people with this nice versus kind mentality. And I want to touch on that a little bit, but then I want to talk about how we address ourselves with this nice versus kind mentality. Because I think that that is so important. So first of all, let me give you the example that Jess gave me on the podcast. So imagine that you're a team leader in an organization of your choice. It could be your business. It could be the company that you currently work for. It could be your dream job. Just imagine that you're leading a team. So you're in a meeting and you have one member of your team that's presenting or giving some sort of information to the group and you have everybody else that's listening and paying attention and then there's this one person who doesn't seem to be engaged, is constantly on his or her phone. We have all been in these situations before, whether it be in a leadership role or whether you're you know, with friends, having lunch with friends and somebody won't put down their phone. We've all had these situations before. So... The nice thing to do would be to completely avoid conflict, to not say anything because you don't want to come off as rude and you want to be nice. Maybe this results in you shooting him or her a nasty look or muttering under your breath or, you know, it it shows up in ways even if you don't consciously know about it. The kind thing to do is so much more difficult because it's not always the nice thing. The kind thing would be at the end of the meeting to pull this person aside and say, hey, I noticed that you were on your phone and, you know, I don't know what's going on with, you know, what you're what you're doing right now. I don't know whether, you know, this was a family emergency or or what was going on. But I noticed that this is a habit that you are constantly on your phone when we're in meetings. And I want to make sure that you get the most out of your time here and when you do that, it comes across that you don't care about the team, that you don't care about the company, that you're not engaged. And I know that that's not true. And I wanted to make sure that it was brought to your attention so that you knew how you were showing up so that you have the best opportunities for success in the future. So let's step back and think about that for a minute. This is an incredibly uncomfortable place to be. This is an incredibly uncomfortable um, conversation to have. And yet, it's so much more kind than ignoring and allowing resentment from you and the rest of the team members and then maybe, you know, upper management if you're in a big company to notice this and start to build resentment and start to take action. In a friendship scenario, you know, this could be somebody that you truly care about and then unconsciously you end up pulling yourself back from that person because you feel disrespected because every time you're hanging out, that person's on their phone. The nice thing to do is to ignore it. You know, we're, we're told if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And so we sit there and we allow these things to fester. The nice thing to do is to avoid conflict. 
to avoid confrontation, to avoid any uncomfortable conversations that might make the other person feel a way that you don't want them to feel. But the kind thing to do is to have that empathy, to have that true caring for the relationship, for the friendship, for the business relationship, to have that true caring for your team member's success in the future and to take the time to pull them inside and have the uncomfortable conversation about how you're showing up, what behavior is is showing up that might not be they might not be aware of or might be detrimental to them that they might want to have an opportunity to change and allow them to have the most opportunity in the future. You know, the important thing is that you come from a place of empathy and you come from a place of caring, not you know, you're you're going to get fired because you were on your phone. Like you shouldn't do that. And if you really cared about your job, you wouldn't. Like that's not kind. Kind is really caring about this success and having the uncomfortable conversations that are necessary in order to make sure that the relationship can continue and everybody on your team can be as successful as possible. So this kind of blew my mind when we were talking about this, because all of a sudden I realized that nice and kind are not the same thing. And I started thinking about how we talk to ourselves. There are a lot of things that we all do, every single one of us that don't serve us. And many times we sweep those things under the rug because we are told, please be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Allow yourself to embrace your imperfections. And that's all that's all good and necessary. What tends to happen though is we are not having the uncomfortable conversations with ourselves about things that we need to change because we don't want to be mean to ourselves, right? We want to constantly be positive about what we're doing. We want to have these constant affirmations that we are whatever we want to be, right? Whether we need to lose weight or whether we need to make more money or whether we don't have the relationships that we want to have and we want to have those. So we have these affirmations about what we're going to do or who we're going to become in order to be the people that can have those things that we want. But we end up avoiding the necessary conversations with ourselves to make that happen. You know, I'm all for standing in front of a mirror and saying all of these positive things to yourself. But sometimes you also have to stand in front of the mirror and say some really hard shit. I don't know if you've read David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me, but he talks about his accountability mirror in this book. And when he talks about the accountability mirror, he is savage. Like He talks about, you know, standing in front of the mirror, calling himself fat, telling himself that he's overweight and that he's, you know, not going to accomplish anything with his life. And for the first time that I read this, I was like, Jesus, like, don't tell people to do that. You're going to ruin people's lives. The reality is, though, sometimes you have to have that conversation with yourself. Sometimes you have to be completely honest with yourself and come from a place of empathy and come from a place of wanting success in order for you to make the necessary necessary changes to be able to grow. So if you're having problems losing weight and you're having problems staying on an accountability path with food and nutrition, or if you're having problems saving money or balancing, you know, your checkbook, or if people even have checkbooks anymore, um, balancing your bank account, budgeting, um, if you're having problems building those real relationships with friends and family and staying committed to following up and following through with plans and all of these things, there's a reason that all that's happening. And I can tell you right now, it has nothing to do with weight, food, 
nutrition, working out, has nothing to do with actually balancing your checkbook or your bank account or budgeting. And it has nothing to do with the actual act of reaching out to people for the purposes of building a relationship. There is something deeper that's going on that's preventing you from doing those things. And we cannot get there by being nice. But we can get there by being kind. So sometimes we have to look at ourselves and say, you know, I'm not the person that I want to be. I'm not showing up in a way that I want to be showing up. And I need to have a real heart to heart with myself about why this is happening so that I can make the necessary changes in the future. The accountability mirror, you know, I don't know if I would go as far as David Goggins goes in his book. I mean, every person is different and whatever works for you is is a trial by error process. For me, it's quotes of motivation, goals, and the phrase, this is not a priority to me. The, and, and if you haven't listened to my prior podcast about priorities, what I mean by that is Working out is an example I'm going to use because this is where this actually showed up in my life for the first time. We were, I was in a training and talking about how I didn't have time to meal plan or work out. And my trainer stopped me right there and said, I never want you to say the words, I don't have time again. What I want you to say is that this, whatever it is, so for me it was health, health is not a priority to me. And she says, we all have time. We all have the exact same amount of time in a day. Nobody has more time than anybody else in a 24-hour period. So I don't have time is a bullshit excuse. Instead, say, I don't have or health is not a priority to me. So for me, my accountability mirror looks like motivational quotes that I need to hear for the day, goals that I have, and my health is a priority to me, or my finances are a priority to me, or my relationships are a priority to me, whatever it is that you happen to be working on at that point in time. Don't shy away from those tough conversations with yourself. Don't shy away with saying, Amber, you're not holding yourself accountable. You're not doing what you said you're supposed to be doing. And I'm worried about your ability to be successful if you continue down this path. So I've really kind of thought about this a lot since that conversation with that podcast. And I think this is a really interesting way to think about the difference between having the nice conversations and having the kind conversations. And the reality is kind conversations are not always nice, but they are always necessary. As long as you are coming from a place of empathy and a true desire for yourself and the people around you to be successful. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. If you have had an opportunity to try to implement this into what you're doing, um, I would love to know, you know what your accountability mirror looks like, what your motivation mirror, whatever you want to call it. What does that look like for you? How do you have those kind conversations with yourself? Reach out to me. I'd love to connect with you and have a conversation about how this shows up in your life and see what your results have been with it. Always remember, guys, that you have the opportunity to define your best life and you owe it to yourself to go out there and have the courage to live it. I hope that you guys all have a fantastic week. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the show. I hope that something that was said resonated with you or provided value to you in one way or another. I'd love to hear more about your thoughts on the show. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Amber Furman. 
Also, I've created a Facebook community for followers of the show to interact with me and other members of the community. You can find that on Facebook at More Than Corporate. So go ahead and join that group if you'd like to stay up to date on podcast happenings and meet some really cool people. Again, thanks so much for tuning in.